Meghan Markle. Oh, no. I knew you were going to start with this. Susie's eyes have just closed. They've just rolled <laughs> over completely. <laughs> uh, well, if you could see my eyes rolling, my eyes would be rolling from side to side. So what do we think then? Do we think that she's just a whinging whiner who knew what she was getting into and what's the matter with her? I can't believe you wouldn't know if you were going to marry one of the royal family, roughly what was going on. You know, what and I'm also, with the power about. of technology today, you can Google stuff and you can find out all sorts. <laughs> and the fact that his other girlfriends didn't really want to go down that route because they didn't want the um, intrusion into their lives. Or the well, money. I suppose maybe if you're a if you're a D list actress, maybe you think it's going to make you an A lister. I don't know. Perhaps that's the. I don't know. Well, I the just... thing that the thing that sort of upsets me about it is though, if she'd stayed in the job, as it were, she mm-hmm. could have made a real difference to all the things that she says yep. she cares about. In that, with that position, with that power and that influence, she could have made the difference. Okay, she yep. wouldn't have made as much money but she could have made the difference that she claims to want to make. And I don't believe, you know, that you did just dip out and, and lose all that. Uh, you know. Interesting that ITV, also ITV, the, you know, the programme from nine until 10 minutes to 11, really milking it. I guess that's so they can get lots of ad breaks in at £120,000 an ad. But also... Very interesting. I'll be, they reckon that it was going to be the most popular program on television for more than a decade. And I'm not so sure, so we'll see. I'm not going to watch it because all the all the headlines have already been in the press today. So what's the point? I'm, I don't have two hours to sit and watch two people that are quite privileged moaning on about how awful their lives are. That's how I feel about it. I think you're right. I think it's it's hardly a tough life, is it? I saw in one paper they said uh, uh, lose someone through COVID, lose your job, lose your house. That's a tough year. Moving into an eleven million pound house in California with a hundred million pound Netflix deal and an eighteen million pound Spotify deal. That's not a tough year. No. But also, I did read a very interesting article at the weekend that said um, that was I can't remember who the guy was, but whether he was advertising or who he was, but basically said, make your money while you can, because the shine won't last long. It will soon be dulled down and no one will care. And actually, that's very true. The whole royal connection is surely why Netflix and so on are interested now. So once give it a couple of years, they'll just go, yeah, let's bin them. Well, also, they've been, it, there have been calls for them to be stripped of their titles completely after the interview. And I've seen quite a few comments today, people saying they should be stripped of Duke and Duchess and mm. all the rest of it. Um, I, I mean, it's just the most extraordinary situation. The whole thing is extraordinary. And I, I don't, to so publicly, for Harry to so publicly, Say the things he said about his own family. I find that extra- just extraordinary. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's awful. I just hope that the royal family does not react in any way at all. They just no, let it pass. Just ignore it. Don't don't answer back. Just leave it. Just leave it. What would be perfect would be for for Prince Philip tomorrow to walk out of hospital and go home. 
because that would be the headline that would then everyone would follow news-wise. So it'd be very interesting if they did that. Well, I hope he does. Yeah, well, so do I. And I think he will do in the next few days um, from what I can hear. So, um, But I I think it's interesting as well, a lot of stuff at the weekend, how older people are against them, younger people are for them. But then at the same time, the younger people are split between those that are slightly admiring and others who actually just don't give a toss. Be interesting to look at it in five or six years' time Mm. and see how things have developed. (laughs) Yeah. What's the betting? She's ditched him. No, I don't think she will. I don't don't think think she'll stay with him. Well, I don't know. How does anyone know? Only time will tell, Rob and Gary. Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) No, just direct that at Rob. If you could, thanks. Just <laughs> just thinking about it from a law point of view, Susie, if you could just keep it going towards him. I don't That's want to like... exclude anybody, obviously. <laughs> of course not. No, you, otherwise you'd be excludist. <laughs> a oh, spokesman something. for Rob Jones said. <laughs> Will you cancel me? <laughs> I might oh, dear, mute, oh, dear. Could mute you. You could mute <laughs> I'm going to mute you. <laughs> mute you. Um, I might mute myself in a minute. I've just had my jab, so uh, you know oh, I might suddenly feel a bit bit weird. Oh, yes, I've just dear. had it. What? Just before? Literally, just had it. Well, about an hour and a half an ago. ago. Yes. Oh yeah. no! Oh dear! Oh no! Well, in about hang on, about five minutes time, you'll start to feel faint. <laughs> Ten minutes time, you'll start. <laughs> oh, well, stay tuned, everyone, because something something amazing could happen in the well, middle I think of this more podcast. Importantly, I think more importantly, Bob, you should, uh, Rob, you should stand by because you may well be doing the afternoon show for the next couple of days. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's which one did you have, Susie? Well, is it is it Bob or Rob? <laughs> no, it's Rob. Sorry, <laughs> which one did you, which one did you have, Lucy? I had the Astra, AstraZeneca one. <laughs> oh no, that's the worst one as well. No, it's um, not. Have you I had which that one? one. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> which one have you had, Gary? Then. The same one, AstraZeneca. I think everyone's getting that one because it's it's made here in the UK, isn't it? So yeah. No, my auntie died. My auntie died. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say, "Oh no, my auntie died." No. <laughs> <laughs> she had the injection. She died. <laughs> no. no, she's very much alive. <laughs> Although she is eighty-two, um, but uh, auntie died. Uh, called me at the other day. And she's had her jab, and she was all tuned up for her second jab, jab last week. She she lives in Cheshire, and they cancelled her second jab. She was quite upset about it. Oh, why did they cancel it? Run out of stuff, and she did she said, say the wrong one? thing, and then was she was cancelled? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah she, she had the Pfizer. She had the Pfizer one, so they'd run out of Pfizer for her second jab. So uh, she was. Do you have to well. have the same second jab as the yeah, first one? Do. Then, yeah, oh, you do, do you? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you so, can't mix and match, I'm afraid, Susie. It's, it's like drinks, you know. You should never have the, the grape and the... <laughs> Don't mix the grape with the grain. <laughs> That's a grape and the grain. <laughs> I, I did read that you're not supposed to drink for two weeks after having the jab. Have oh, you read no. that anywhere? That's You'll never advice. do that, Susie. That, uh, that, <laughs> not, two weeks? I thought that's life. a bit optimistic. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> couple of hours you'll struggle with wouldn't you to be fair <laughs> now the only my only effect from it was that i had an absolutely banging headache and i could not shift it with paracetamol or anything really and i ended up going to bed at quarter to eight woke up again in the night because it was just banging and then i woke up at quarter to seven the next morning perfect 
and I've had right. no, I've had absolutely no effects since. Okay, okay, that's good. I was a bit lethargic, a bit fatigued after mine. A little bit, bit sort of, right. um, yeah. But what's what's new there then? You know, <laughs> no, change, <laughs> no change there. But uh, but did, Gary, didn't did you have someone? I mean, stop me if this is too personal. But didn't you have someone who had a bad reaction? Oh yeah, no, no, no. A couple of people that have had very, very bad reactions to it. Um, not good at all really not good at all um you know a couple of days out and and then um headaches and sickness and and just feeling so i mean my daughter had it she's uh, and she's 30 um but she's she works in a care home so she had it and the she was fine on the day had a bit of soreness in her arm but nothing much the next day couldn't get out of bed for a day and then the third day she was she, she just, you know, she was like Jesus. She rose again and she was fine. So she was perfectly, perfectly okay. Well, I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you know how I feel tomorrow. Well, c- can I can I just say then, it, Netflix, so we've been talking about Megan and Netflix. Have you seen that uh, Reggie Jean Page uh, on Netflix, he was the guy that, the, he's, he's the fit bloke that's in Bridgerton, if you've seen it. He plays the Duke of Hastings. And uh, he's been tipped to be the new Bond, um, which would be interesting because it, he would then be the first black Bond. Yeah. Um, and... And I don't think it, I, I, people sort of, oh, you can't have, you know, that doesn't work. That's not how it was written. I don't think it makes a scrap of difference. I think that the whole, he's 007 and I think it works. But He's very smooth. He's very, super yeah, smooth, isn't he? I was waiting for you to interrupt with that, yeah. Suze. Because <laughs> obviously it's difficult for Rob and I to comment on it. Well, I mean, Rob he's could comment. He's a good looking bloke. He's a yeah. very good looking, very smooth bloke. What do you think, Rob? I think he's smooth. Yeah, smooth. Yeah, but good, he's, well done. But apparently, he's not, he's as, um, not as good it, as the. It's not. He's not as good as uh, Essex's uh, uh, nomination for the Bond role, though. Uh, the Essex nomination Essex? for the the 007 role is Basildon. Basildon Bond. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be of a certain age to know that it's it's, it's rather posh writing paper. Basildon Bond. Yeah. No. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, writing paper. God, there's a thing in the past. No, but apparently Netflix may have um, screwed things up because they're bringing out their own series called The Grey Man, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. And it's going to be Netflix's most ambitious project yet with a a budget of $200 million behind it. Is that going to be filmed over in the UK or is it going to be filmed in the States? No, I don't know. Because it it does. Ryan Gosling plays a sort of CIA operative who's gone rogue. Um, okay. And then the Duke of Hastings, sorry, Bridgerton, no, sorry, Reggie Jean Page, <laughs> has um, uh, uh, then is becomes the sort of Bond type MI5 character. To be very difficult oh. for Barbara Broccoli to then kind of call him up and say, Jean Reg or Reg John or whatever his name is, um, you know, would you like to take Daniel's part? Although you wouldn't say Daniel, it'd be Dan, wouldn't it? Yeah. Danny Boy. Yeah, Danny Boy. <laughs> Danny Boy Bond. I'll miss him. Daniel Craig, brilliant James Bond for me. And I can't wait yeah. to see the next film 
whenever I still it comes remember out. Roger Moore because I think it, I was of the age when that was probably the right time to what he was. It was I don't know when he was James Bond. Those are the ones I remember. All yeah. the films that he did. I don't know how many yeah. there were. Maybe it was only two. No, or something. I've no idea. Six. 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 Did, did Roger Moore do six? Okay. Maybe even seven. Yeah, six or seven. Okay. Uh, Live and let die. Live and let die. That was a cracker. He was in that one with a brilliant feature. Was he Moonraker? I think he was, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Um, I can't yeah. think what the theme tune for Moonraker was. No, it was one of the We'd lesser rubbish, known ones. We? On Mastermind, and our specialist subject is Bond films. But you get a, you get chance to gen up when you get on Mastermind. <laughs> In fact, yeah. well, there you go. What would your specialist subject be if you went on Mastermind? I think James Bond is a good. That's a good uh, good one. That'd be fun to gen up on that. Yeah, but would they? And everybody not... would like joining in with that one, wouldn't they? At home, they would. you know, yeah. they would. Oh gosh, what was this? Yes, I remember that one. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, the rest of it. Where some things, some subjects are so obscure, people have no idea what the answers yeah. might be. But, but yeah. would John Humphreys not say so? So, so in the film uh, "Live and Let Die," now I'm going to ask you this question: What was the name of the criminal in the third scene that he shoots? You'd sort of get. Well, I don't know. I mean, how do you know what the name Largo. was of the voodoo Largo. doctor in it or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> it's well done, Rob. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Or, or it could have been. What, what would your name? specialist subject be then, Rob? Oh, I think I'd go for James Bond films, yeah. Oh, would James you? Bond. I would. Yeah, I would. Because huh. I've watched okay. them all. That or The Avengers. The Avengers, circa 1965 to 69, when Diana Rigg played Emma Peel. I'm with John Steed. Yes, but I never fancied him. I always fancied Diana Rigg. (laughs) As a young boy uh, of a certain age, I always fancied Diana Rigg. She was. Have you ever met her? I met her Mm -hmm. once. I thought she was lovely. She was very, very nice. Terribly posh, like Susie, really. <laughs> now, now that brings us. I don't us know land. where this comes from. I really no. don't know where this no. comes from. No love, no love. Now, um, that brings <laughs> us round to to the subject I said we would talk about in this edition of the podcast, <gasps> and that is our day jobs. Because obviously, everyone will have sussed that we're clearly not professionals on the wireless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that we, what do you mean? <laughs> that we have we have day jobs, and I know people. You know, we spent an mm. awful lot of time there. You're live there in the morning, Gary. I'm live there through lunchtime. Susie's live in the afternoon. But uh, we have other things that we fit in around our wireless commitments, haven't we? And uh, so, mm. who's going to go first, Gary? Because yeah. you have you have an exciting uh, job away from the wireless, don't you? I do. Um, yep, yeah, I. Uh, um, and I, I don't talk about it very much, but I guess that's partly because of the nature of the job. When you're a stunt double, um, <laughs> are you going to share your real job with us? Well, <laughs> no, I must. I'm a stunt hand double. Um, <laughs> if your hand is looking like it's in a tricky situation, my hand comes in and takes over. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, well, I sort of I work in sort of television, really. I, I'm I don't know what you call it, really. I'm a sort of a partly a production manager, partly a producer, um, rarely a presenter these days, and and kind of pull together all kinds of things. So I have a team of people that 
I work with that I pull together for things like uh, general election coverage of the BBC, um, which involves hundreds of camera crews and all of those kind of things and satellite trucks and uplinks, etc. And for royal funerals, which I hate to mention, um, we kind of look after that for, for broadcasters as well. Yeah, that's, so, I, mean, that's I, interesting. I kind of head the team, really, I suppose. Because yeah, you, you used to be on the telly on, when it was TVAM. I did. I did. You used to do I the did. sports, didn't you, on TVAM? I did. I did. I, I, did. Re- I remember yeah. watching you. Yeah. No, yeah, I, do. No, I, I did, remember did thinking, how the hell did he get that job? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people no, thought that. No, fair. I didn't really. I'm only joking. Um, yeah, no, no. And, and, and that TVAM job was fascinating because there were an awful lot of other things that I did um, where – uh, that I never expected to do. And and some of the things that were pretty traumatic, really, I was going on a sports story and I was told that there was a plane had landed on the M1. And uh, I was like, oh, that's exciting. And we got there to find that it actually hadn't landed on the M1. It had, uh, had missed the runway uh, at East Midlands Airport and had crashed. And it was the Kegworth Air disaster. I remember that. And yes. it was the first time that I'd ever done a news story and, you know, I, I couldn't get over the fact that the cameramen were quite happy to film literally bodies and seriously injured people being taken off the plane. Um, and it was all a bit confusing and photographers and various people and journalists literally going up to people on stretchers saying, you know, what's your name, love? What's your name? And all this sort of thing. And it was it was really quite traumatic for me. I'm, you know, I'm fine with it now, but I, at the time, it, it really affected me. And TVAM never said, oh, did you want any counselling? You just got on with it, really. And then I remember going up to Lockerbie as well and doing some... I was a producer at Lockerbie. Um, but the Gulf War, I went out to uh, went out to Dharan and was a producer out there uh, as well during the Gulf War, which was quite interesting, using satellites for the first time and so on and it's interesting because i was talking to someone the other day we were talking about famous people that you've met and and i guess the three of us we're very very lucky that we're we've been in careers where we've met a lot of famous people whereas you know a lot of people would say oh well i saw daniel craig on the tube or something like that so my only sort of slightly famous story that's not famous is I was in um, Langan's Restaurant, which is a lovely restaurant and famous, and there was a chap sat opposite me, and I was waiting for someone. They never turned up, and I was sat opposite, and I smiled at this person, and I thought, I know him from somewhere. I do know him from somewhere, and then he came sort of over and just smiled and said, are you on your own? And I said, yes, and he said, oh, well, let me buy you a glass of wine. I said, well, that's very nice. Thanks very much. Sat down and chatted. He was American. Still no idea who he was. I got up and said, I must go. Goodbye. Thanks. It's been lovely. And left. And the next morning, I walked into the office at uh, for Globecast, actually. And there on the monitor was this interview taking place with the man that I'd been with the night before, who was Robert Redford. And I had no, <laughs> no recollection of who he was. Wow. I couldn't. And I walked out of the restaurant thinking, I know him, but yeah. I'm blowed if I can. Well, the last thing I was going to say was, I'm sorry, who is he? Who are you? But, I was yeah, sitting so. in Lescargo once, a restaurant that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. And next door to me was this chap, and I I was sitting on a banquette, so you, were, you know, he was sort of on the same thing. And uh, so I turned and looked at him, he looked at me, and I nodded, and he nodded back. And then uh, I looked over to Murray, who I was having lunch with, and whispered, who's that? And he went, Prince Edward. <laughs> 
<laughs> Seriously, it was Prince Edward when he was ru- running Ardent, Argent or whatever it was called, Ardent. Oh television. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he ran that. But I've got a, a Langan story, what? which and I was there. Sorry, Suze, I'll, I'll come to you in a sec. Um, the Langan story. I was uh, when I was at Radio Luxembourg. I was having lunch with Tony Prince and some other friends, and famously on a Friday afternoon. There was always a lunch at Langan's. Table number one always had Michael Parkinson, Billy Connolly, um, <laughs> oh, you know, a whole a whole host of them. There was, you know, of, of those famous faces. And there was one guy at the end of the table, and Tony was was at my table, and he said, "Watch this." And he went over to the table. All fa- oh, uh, Pamela Stevenson was there, and you know, they're all famous faces, apart from one face at the table. Tony walks over to the table, excuse me, everyone, sorry, and goes to the guy at the end of the table and says, could I have your autograph, please? And the guy whose autograph he asked for was just the chauffeur. <laughs> he was just the chauffeur. He was the only one who wasn't famous. <laughs> and they and they all, to be honest with you, they all applauded him. The, the rest of the table applauded him for his cheek. Typical <laughs> Tony. Very, very, very funny. Very That's funny. very funny. Suze, you again, what were you going to say? Very funny. Uh, nothing really. I think you know you've done all those stories of famous people. There is a restaurant that I have been to several times, and I have seen there, in days gone by, Princess Diana. I've also seen Camilla, wow. and oh. I have also seen Fergie in there as well. So really? uh, it's obviously a royal haunt. Gone. What's the name? Can, can you reveal? I'm not going to tell you the name of it okay. because that would be giving it all away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll whisper it to you later. It's McDonald's Richmond, Rob. <laughs> so it wasn't Joe's calf or anything like that. Then. Yeah. It was the, it was the uh, greasy spoon down the M4. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Your career sounds very, very interesting. Your day job sounds very interesting, Gary. The, the, especially the bit about the kegworth and the bodies and that sort of stuff. And this is a bit grim, but it's true. Um, I was in L.A., a few years ago, and a friend of mine, Laura Gross, who I think you've met, uh, Susie, haven't you, Laura, who used to be Legs LaBelle on Steve Wright's show in the afternoon. <laughs> Leg, yeah. Legs LaBelle from Hollywood. Well, that's, that's Laura. Anyway, Laura's a journalist over in, in, in L.A. And one of the times I was meeting her over there, um, she said, oh, do you want to come and see so-and-so, the news service, whatever it was. And they, it was a, a helicopter company that just – just literally uh, flew around LA looking for accidents. And we went in the control room of this place to see <sighs> the, the, all the pictures coming in from these helicopters. And this guy, one guy was getting really frustrated. Oh, sorry, sorry. Can't see a body. Can't get a body. Now can only get a shot of the car. Can't see a body. And I thought, Oh, no! that's, that's bloody morbid, isn't it? That was so, you know, yeah. Because and they said, yeah, but we get more money oh, if there's no. a body. We get more money from the news organization. That oh, good. that's it's just terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. horrible. That is really, really unpleasant. But you know what? Yeah. You know, the punters are just as bad because that's what they, you know, mm. they're looking at that stuff. So anyone that consumes media, you yeah. know, they're, they're party to it really, aren't they? Yeah. Well, well I, I've been working in television news. There are phrases such as there's money in misery, there's dollars, dollars in death. And those kind of things. And and quite often you'd find that, you know, if there was a, a foreign news story, if there was, you know, Concord crash, those kind of things, it, it was it was quite a big story, obviously, Concord, and we all rushed out to France. But there was also the question of how many British are on board? Because if it was mm. full of, you know, and you get, you get aircraft now that crash and it, it might be they're Tanzanian, they might be Sri Lankan or whatever, 
But as soon as there's English people on board, then certain news organisations are very interested. And, you know, we would deploy to these things, but it was always... It was, it was never good, funny enough, because we do good news. It was never good news that made money. It was always, you know, yeah. there was death in dollars and money in misery. Yeah, mm. that's true. Very sad. True. Well, that's life, isn't it? And death, as it were. Now, Susan, you had, uh, you've got a very different career now, apart from the wireless. Um, but can we go back to your early career, which you don't do now? But you were a, you were a professional dancer, weren't you? In years gone by, I may well have been. Yes, I wish I was. I had. I could say I was. I don't know. I was in the Royal Ballet, but sadly, I wasn't in the Royal Ballet. I did something a bit more modern and musical theatre like, and travelled around the world, having an absolute whale of a time. I have to say, um, mm. living in hotels, getting paid to do what I absolutely loved and seeing different places what more yeah. could you want when fantastic, you're a 20 yeah. year old you know i mean it was just fantastic it did mean yeah. i didn't do the whole university education but hey i think oh. you know i think what i did was probably a lot more exciting yeah university we had, we of had life university time. of life yeah absolutely life. um yeah i mean when i was over here did the little and large show did some tv stuff and then travelled and worked for an American company. So couldn't didn't have a green card, so I couldn't do their American shows, but I could do the shows in Bermuda and in Canada and in the Caribbean, oh, all the places oh, where, I didn't need a, where I didn't need a, a <laughs> green card. All the places that are sunny. <laughs> yeah, all the places yeah. are sunny and lovely and nice. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds pretty uh, good, actually. It, they were good days. We've got they a gig for you in good. Iceland, Susie. Uh, no, never went there, obviously. Obvious. Although, oh, no, actually, no. my daughter went there on a school trip and said it was the most beautiful place she has ever been. And she said that we all have to go back there for a family holiday. She said it was just stunning. Yeah, have you been to, well. Iceland? My, been to Iceland? My son went, my son went on yeah. a school trip to Iceland. Yeah. But Did you do geography A-level or something? <laughs> I heard that like a piece. Yeah, <laughs> you missed my gag, Sus. Oh, said, sorry. My yeah. son went went on a school trip to Iceland. All he yeah. came back with was a bag of frozen peas. Uh, yeah. I did a well, I did sorry. a joke about Iceland as well. I, yeah, I you my did. First yeah. Trip. Was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my that first was funny. Trip to Iceland. That was funny. Yeah, and then after that, funny. I'm going to Aldi and Little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you you were in some pop videos as well, weren't you, Sue? I, 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 whenever we play it, I always say, "Look out for the video Take On Me' by Aha," because you're in that. I'm in that one. Yeah, oh, it was well. in um, Wang Chung Dance All Days. I was in Culture Club, the medal song. Um, oh, I, know I didn't know that one. Okay, I'll write that yeah, down. Yeah. Um, oh, great. Oops, sort of- it. <laughs> Well, no, next time we play it, I'll remember to say, look out for the video. Susan's in this one. Yeah, but you know what? The Dance Hall Days one. Funny enough, I was talking about it on the wireless, was it today? Just saying I still cannot see myself in that video. And I have watched it over and over. I cannot pick myself out in the video. So uh, did I end up on the cushing room floor? I have no idea because I can't find myself. But it was a fun day out anyway at that place in Leicester Square, the ballroom in Leicester Square is where they filmed it, where you go downstairs into a basement. Hippodrome. Was it called Hippodrome? Mm, uh, no? no, I think it was more central to Leicester okay. Square, not on the edge. Right. Um, mm. Anyway, whatever. It was anyway, good these, days. Days, these days you're working in a marketing agency. 
marketing agency where we do events, uh, big events where we're involved in events like the Brits, like the Olivier's, uh, those sort of things. And, oh, we have all sorts of different teams doing all sorts of exciting things, but it's all very hush-hush. I know, it could be very quiet. Can't reveal too much. (laughs) Being sacked. You You went on the podcast and you talked about that, but it's secret, yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Rob, then? You're going to enlighten us on your day job. Well, my my day job is is I run a production company that uh, makes uh, radio and television programs, actually more telly programs lately than uh, radio programs. Used to do a lot of uh, radio. Used to do Formula One, all the Formula One for the BBC, for Five Live. I did that for 13 years uh, with my production company. And these days... Um, well, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm for hire from anyone, frankly, but uh, we're doing some good, interesting work at the moment with Marie Curie, which is a great charity. We're delighted to be working with them, uh, heading towards their Day of Reflection on the 23rd of March, which is the first anniversary of the initial lockdown. And so there's going to be a, a special moment at midday uh, for people to reflect on people that have uh, that lost their lives in the last year, whatever, because Marie Curie is uh, probably the premier end-of-life charity and a, a very good charity it is too. I'm, I'm a big fan. But then I do things like the New Year's Day Parade, the coverage of the New Year's Day Parade in London on, guess what, New Year's Day. Love that. Other bits and bobs. Yeah, well, you sometimes get involved with that, with the uh, the links and stuff, don't you, Gary, with the uh, satellite stuff yeah i mean i th- i think it's a i do think it's a really good uh parade i think it's yeah. it's you know it's clever it's it, it it's sort of a little bit like a lord mayor's parade but a lot more color and a lot more international obviously yeah well that's what people say oh is it that is that the lord mayor's parade i said no it's not it's actually literally five times bigger mm. than the the lord mayor's parade because a goes further and there's five times the number of people in it and so many people come from abroad to appear in the london's new year's day parade which of course this year didn't happen and uh, we wonder if it'll happen next year we're hoping so hoping it will fit will continue but uh, we have to have to see as rules may change on all sorts of live events and the, you know we don't know what the uh, the live event situation is going to be but it's good news that the festivals are on festivals, festivals on, are on but i had an email today i had tickets to see james blunt at kew gardens last year which was cancelled yeah and it was delayed to this july i had an email today saying it's not going to happen this july oh. And it's no. now being put back to 2022, July 2022. They've wow. already made that decision, wow. which I thought was quite interesting because it's in July. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. Festivals are happening. Festivals, festivals are happening, yeah. uh, but maybe not till August. All the festivals that have been announced, I think, August. are in August, aren't they? And September yeah. in certain mm. cases as well. Yeah. Mm. The other thing I'm waiting to find out, because we'll, we'll be doing something with the Lions Tour, if the Lions Rugby Tour goes ahead. And I'm waiting to hear on that, whether it oh. will go ahead, because it's supposed to be in South Africa. Well, it's definitely not happening in South Africa because of their COVID situation. So they think it's going to happen here in the UK, uh, which is good. So, uh, yeah, I'll be doing something with Austin Healy, the former uh, rugby player, around that. So um, looking looking forward. As opposed well, to the car. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe looking forward to that if it, if it goes ahead, if the Lions Tour goes ahead. But there we are. So, well, they're very if it interesting. Doesn't, maybe you just do something with the car. <laughs> they, uh, we've tried we've auditioned the car it doesn't speak very well it's just no it's it's just got a horn 
<laughs> something that you know all about car horns is something you know all about because gary does a, a, a radio feature <laughs> yeah. not on the wireless i should say somewhere else um we're down in portsmouth where you you play a car horn or something tell, tell us about what do you call it we do uh we we play the car horn and because the show is a morning show we call it the morning horn uh-huh. and uh and then we have uh, you know various various things about you know have you got the morning horn and that kind of thing and then you win money obviously if you could guess the car horn and then we used to do one which was that you had to guess the um the car the make and model of the car from the door that closed uh which was called shut that door <laughs> Shut um, that door. <laughs> Do you remember was who used Larry to Grayson? It was well done. It was Larry Grayson? Yeah. Oh, we had the Larry Grayson clip of him saying, "Ooh, shut that door." And, <laughs> and and there is a song that Larry Grayson sings uh, that we used to introduce it with, um, which is called "Shut That Door." And I don't know if you can find it online, but um this there's one of the lines in it is is that he's he's feeling very proud and he's feeling rather gay and we decided that we should drop it because it was a bit too I'm not sure politically correct these days oh well, so much, in much the same much. way that you you know you you can't sort of use the mrs slocum well, um, I was going to say that. Anymore. Yeah, I was going to say that because we were talking about till death us do part on a recent podcast, weren't we? And what what couldn't go mm. anymore? And and you know, are you being served? That was innuendo after innuendo, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> Frankie Howard, sort of... remember up Pompeii? Yeah, up Pompeii. Yeah, yeah, that was yes. riddled with it as well. Yeah, but you'd get oh the carry yeah. on film. Yeah, all those carry yeah. on films. Yeah, yeah, yeah they all were... the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you get, you know, Captain Peacock sort of, oh, good morning, Mr. Slocum. What time do you call this? Oh, I just, oh, well, I'm a bit late, Captain Peacock, because, well, I got up this morning and I found that my pussy was very wet and I've had to dry out my pussy before I could come in. And all of that sort of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But you just, you just cannot use that. You're not allowed to laugh at that anymore. No, you're not allowed to laugh at that anymore. Well, finally, finally, uh, music, music. Oh, I, uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, but this is the playlist meeting, so I, I'm just it's going. Not, to... Is it really? I didn't know that. I thought it was just a bit of a chit chat. <laughs> well, it is. As, as you you carefully put it on your morning show the other morning, Gary. Just it's just a bit of nonsense. It's only tears, I suppose. <laughs> but just to inform you that we went with, I, I went with without any consultation whatsoever. Went with Della Mitri. And its feelings as our record of the week this week, which is quite good. I don't just... think, Rob, you've ever consulted us properly. <gasps> oh, you just oh. make a decision by oh. yourself, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Don't you reckon, Gary? No, I do. It, it, it. Honestly, <laughs> it's it Rob's way or no like, way. Yeah, it's like choosing records with Ho Chi Minh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're both busy in your other day jobs. I know you sometimes. I can't disturb you to. Uh, <laughs> to get uh, yeah, a trivial piece of uh, decision making like that. So, but, uh, so is the Delamitri song? Is that just a single, or is there an album from Delamitri as well? There's an album coming out on the 29th of June, and I've oh, forgotten what blimey. it's called now. Wow. But they've released two tracks from it, and the other one is which I thought we won't play was uh, "Sit Back and Think of England." 
That's the, that's the other. That's the other right. track. And I thought, okay. no, we won't play that one. We'll we'll, we'll stick with the, its feelings. It's a better track anyway. It's a better track. But there's no, track. yeah, there is a Delamitri nice album. Yeah, it is. First album coming out in oh, since about six years. I haven't done anything for six years. Yeah, no. So, wow. uh, and I think the single's really good. So I thought we'd uh, give that a spin. Good. But I really enjoyed last week's one. The uh, I thought we 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 lucked out with the Willie Nelson album. Yeah, that was really. Good. There's some great tracks on that. That was, that was very uh, good. Yeah, it did. I think that was very good. So, are you including more of those then? I think we'll put the them. Playlist? We'll put them. Yeah, we'll leave them on. Yeah, we'll leave them on. Yeah. And have you heard the evening show six to nine? I no. have. Okay. And I <laughs> let me like tell you. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I've uh, my old pal Trevor White, who used to be the head oh. of uh, music at uh, Capital and then Virgin Radio and then uh, Magic. He's now retired, but uh, I was talking to him. He said, "Oh, I'll have a go. Can I have a go?" And so I said, "Be my guest." So Trevor's picking the music that goes in between six and nine. Um, oh, and well. So yeah, we're going to have a chat about it because he had the monkeys in there the other night. I thought, "Oh, that's a bit odd." Uh, the monkeys, you know, but anyway, but, you know, he's he's picking the music in between. Does he speak? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Okay. Trev, Trevor's very much. Could, he, could he not? Could he get not give us a bit of a sort of the lowdown on why he's chosen particular tracks? Good, that's quite exactly interesting. Good idea, Suze. I like you know, that. Yeah, because you know he's got the knowledge. He has got the knowledge. You're absolutely right. Um, I'll ask him, but I don't think he's ever presented on the on the air. Don't think he's ever done. Well, he doesn't that. need to present. He just needs to say why he's chosen that particular record. So it's just like a chat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's a first for everything. Tra- and he's got now. If he's retired, he's got time on his hands. He has got time on his hands. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I mean, it's already said. Oh, I'd, I'd love to do it. Well, I'll ask him. I, d- I think he'll track say no. Chat. You I think call he, it no, track I think he'll chat. No, because then he'd have to talk between every single record, and we don't chat want and that. track. Like track and trace, but track and trace. Chat. <laughs> track and trace. That's a great new one. show. It's <laughs> a new show. <laughs> track and trace. Perhaps that's the new show for Sunday. Perhaps we that's the sort get it sorted Sunday. You know, um, maybe that's what we'll do on a Sunday. Track and yeah, trace. You're a bit Sunday. slow with sorting Sundays, aren't you? To be honest, I am. I am. And the, and I tell you what, the the worst ratings are late on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, I, I don't i don't understand why because i really i quite like it and we keep getting email i mean maybe because it's only uh, what, what emails i never see any emails an who email gets from, emails do you not no see one sends them to me <laughs> oh well listen <laughs> everyone send Sue's an email send her an email yeah, yeah. would you mind yeah i never see any emails all right. Well, listen, thank you very much for no, uh, joining no, this important you. playlist meeting. I'm glad we've made some good decisions. And We I'm have, very, haven't we? Yeah, we have, yeah. I think. Well, maybe not. <laughs> and I'm very, it's very interesting to hear what you two get up to when you're not um, playing wonderful records on the wireless. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Not a lot, so, really. No, but um, <laughs> you won't be able to get hold of me for the rest of the week because... Um, because I'm doing the new Marvel film, obviously. <laughs> You're doing the hands, are you, for the Marvel? Yeah, I, I am. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing Bat Hand. <laughs> bat Hand. <laughs> are they webbed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> webbed and hairy. <laughs>